Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Thanks for listening to the Lakers Fast Break Podcast, part of the Hoopheads Podcast Network. Check out all their awesome basketball shows today at hoopheadspod.com. another episode of the lakers fast break podcast it's gerald glassford come right back at you here from lakers fast break pop culture cosmos the inside sports fantasy football and game source we truly appreciate everyone out there listen to all of our great shows and if you can please give us that five star review wherever you get your podcasts plus if you can like share subscribe follow or do whatever it is that you can to support us right here at the lakers fast break pop culture cosmos inside sports fantasy football game source the great guys and gals at lakersball.com go ahead and check out joe soro aka ox1947 today at lakersball.com plus also if you can if you are in the southern california area and you need your lawn transformed into something much more beautiful than you have right now there's no better place to call or go ahead and look up than sinblades with the y sinblades.com Plus, our good friends at Lakerholics.com. I know Jamie Sweet and Laker Tom are a little tied up tonight, so unfortunately they can't make it, but they're always welcome right here because they do a great job of covering the Lakers with their great and awesome articles each and every time out. Laker Tom is the number one Lakers blogger, and of course, Jamie Sweet with his five things articles. Go ahead and check them out today at Lakerholics.com. Plus, our good friends at the Hoopheads Podcast Network at Hoopheadspod.com. And of course, if you can always help us out, by liking our Facebook page, following us on Twitter, going ahead and checking us out all over social media, even Twitch, and of course, subscribing today on YouTube. I've gotten a lot of subscribers over the past 24 hours since we started the season, and we are most thankful for it. So we truly appreciate you going ahead and subscribing today. Right below Joe, you can do it. You can do it today. Subscribe today to the Lakers Fast Break. And if you do, it is sincerely appreciated. Hey, what's up? How you doing, Snowman? Good to have you here. Thank you so much for joining us right here at the Lakers Fast Break. Again, truly appreciate the huge response we got on last night's show following the game against the Golden State Warriors. We truly appreciate you just dropping every all those, those kind words and those kind comments. I tried to answer as many as I could for last night's show. We truly appreciate it, plus also everyone in the chat. Again, thank you so much for being part of it. That's probably one of our best shows ever. Had a lot of response, had a huge ratings on it for us, so we cannot thank you enough for doing so. But with all that was said and done after last night's Lakers loss, some comments kind of caught our eye. 
facts so much that I, even though I know Sean Grice, the magic man, unfortunately couldn't make it today, I still had to get someone to talk about it because LeBron James, after the game, pointed out something that we on this show have been talking about for quite some time, and that's the fact that the Lakers have little to no shooting to support LeBron James, as he indicated, and that he indicated that a team has been built with very poor shooting, which is obviously something that is very much needed after tonight's, after last night's very tepid performance, something that we've seen coming a mile away. And also Russell Westbrook talking about how his one game coming off the bench last week in the exhibition game against the Kings caused him for his hamstring troubles. His body is not used to coming off the bench. His body is used to starting the ball game. So that unfortunately led to that hamstring pull that almost cost him playing in last night's game. So we're going to talk about that. Plus, Joe Soro has some, I guess, fodder for what we were discussing last night in regards to Laker Tom's favorite trade proposal with the Indiana Pacers as far as what was going on with Miles Turner and why it may not be such a good trade after all. We're going to talk about that on today's show. We truly appreciate, again, everybody being part of it. Got the chat board going already. But here today to talk about the comments that were made and also the injury at hand. It's a good man indeed. you got to go ahead and check out what he's doing today at SinBlades.com. Transform your lawn today if you're in the Southern California area at SinBlades with a Y.com. It is Joe Sorrow and Joe Again, we've got a lot to tackle. LeBron James talking about the lack of shooting on the team. And my response was, no, duh. This is something that we saw a mile away. Something that almost every fan has noticed. Something out of everybody out there that has seen and heard about uh, this roster, except for Rob Palenka. So your thoughts, first off, we'll, we'll go ahead and check off one box at a time. Your thoughts on LeBron's comments on the lack of shooting for the Los Angeles Lakers. It's nothing we already don't, didn't know. Uh, I'm sure they've known. He just made an announcement that we're not, we're just, we don't have the right team. This team needs shooters in order to take advantage of not only uh, LeBron's game, but also allowing uh, AD to roam the paint. So if you're going to continue to say, we need you down in the paint, AD, we need you down in the paint, AD, well, you're going to need to have to keep the other team honest for him to truly be effective. If he's going to have two and three guys dropping down on him, then it's not likely going to work. So that's where we're at. Uh, we're, uh, I'd like to think that everything we've said uh, is pretty obvious, except we do run into the group of people who are trying to hope for the best. I commend you for hoping for the best. Uh, I commend you for being positive. Unfortunately, it's not going to solve the problem. And we don't know if there's going to be a problem solved. And that's another thing that I always try to make clear. Uh, In life, sometimes things won't get solved. And it's something you have to come to grips with. Also, in some cases, both parties are correct. Uh Where a lot of times that particular argument is, no, I'm right or I'm right. No, you're both right. So now where do you go from there? And sometimes both are wrong. Mm-hmm. 
this is life, people. This is not about, this is not a fantasy world. This is not a movie where good versus bad have to come together and good wins or bad wins. This is a, uh, an area where if you're going to think positively to some extent is you should think this is why the deal with Indiana hasn't happened because we have a player who gets a injury stepping on a ball boy during warmups. This is not even in game. This is not even in during practice. This is not even during a preseason game. This is a, a running into a ball boy can't play situation. And it's a constant problem where that particular player is always unavailable. Did you hear that sound though, Joe? Did you hear it from Indiana? That sound you heard, I think is the actual Pacers team heading towards the, the tank. So that, that tank has already started. That's already underway. So everybody's like diving into that tank because they're tanking hard hmm. right now. And so they I don't think, think Indiana and they was believe- all broken up. I don't think they were. No, all not up. at all. They're, they're, they don't have to trade anyone to tank. Their team is not really that good. And this isn't at the NFL or MLB where you have to tank to get the worst record. You just have to tank and hope that you win the lottery at this point. Yeah. There's really not anything going here where they're like, oh, well, we have to be really bad. I mean, you can just ask the New York Knicks playing that game didn't help them out a lot at all in the last few years. So the Indiana Pacers can wait just as long as any other team can wait because they're going to stink regardless whether you have Turner or whether you have Field until they have somebody out there that gets desperate enough that they want them. But do you really get desperate enough to want a Buddy Heald? Is Buddy Heald going to take you over the top? No, not at his price. Evan, uh, Miles Turner. Uh, he's just not available enough to be a, a, an effective guy anyways. So it's just a, you, you, the, the Lakers are in a no-win situation at this point. They're going to have to have some massive luck come their way for them to salvage this season. And Rob Palenka has already made enough mistakes. You don't compound it with more mistakes. So I will commend Rob in not doing more damage to this team. He's damaged it, but there is a there's, there's two things that happen here. Either you damage it more or you sustain the damage. You have to sustain the damage. And if you're going to sit there and say, well, LeBron and AD's you know, championship run here is now going to be prolonged another year, well, LeBron should have thought twice and AD should have thought twice in trying to acquire or help verbalize that they wanted this guy on their team. You have to eat. You have to reap what you sow, guys. You know, this is this is life, guys. You make a mistake. You you have to eat it now. So we, we unfortunately, as a fan base, have to eat it too. But LeBron needs to take some accountability for this, uh, what's the word, uh, pushing of, of this situation. He pushed a little bit for it. Clutch pushed it. I'm assuming too. You keep allowing other entities other than your entity to decide things. And this is what happens, guys. You know, you're going to have to deal with it. Stop petting my cat. Glad you're here. Appreciate you joining us. I know it's a little bit later edition as far as an off day for us here at the Lakers fast break. Once again, Joe Soro coming in for the ill Sean Grice. Hoping he feels better. Hoping he gets back on the men. 
petting my cat. Truly appreciate you joining us as always. Kyrie Simon says, when LeBron says what he said post-game in October, you know it's bad already. I couldn't agree with you more on that, Kyrie. Very well said. Very well said indeed. Blue Magic says, LeBron will not take accountability. He'll complain about the lack of shooting as if it's endorsement of the Russ trade had nothing to do with it. Again, a situation where, yes, he was very much behind the pulling of the strings for the Russell Westbrook trade. And and I know he doesn't want to take uh, any credit for it or blame for it at this point in time. Your thoughts on that? Because, yes, he is partially responsible getting together with him and AD and Russ and that famous dinner that they actually went ahead and started to hash things out. Then they pitched it to the team and the team went from there. Mind you, they didn't have to follow along with LeBron James, but it's led us to this point where we have these kind of situations with LeBron James and a roster very mismatched at this point in time. It was, I think, initially to combat the big three in Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. And we saw how that worked tonight. And we saw how that worked tonight with a Zion Williamson who's been getting a lot of flack over the last year. And I've been trying to, uh, maybe not on the show, but outside the show, really, really uh, call out the, the, the industry, the media industry, the ownerships and the players for dogging on Zion Williamson. Zion should not have any there shouldn't be any any he's different he's not ben simmons you know this guy was legitimately injured and he's trying his best to get back there's a difference guys and people making fun of him for gaining weight oh well, you know maybe he does eat a lot but the guy was off his feet for six months so you know he is a professional athlete he came into shape now with his leg healed and he started looking good and i think we're so happy to just just absolutely denigrate people for one little mistake or one little thing that doesn't abide by what they want, just so they can criticize. I'm seeing a lot with Tom Brady. Now, Tom Brady, you have these yahoos online who are, well, he should go back and save his marriage. I mean, this is the kind of people you have out there. This is why I, 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 I get to this disdain kind of feeling with people about how they stick their nose into things and not appreciate those who have actually put their, their heart and their soul in their in, the, in their industry or their profession. And the moment there's one little thing that goes off, it's, oh, he's a piece of this, he's a piece of that. It, it, it's, it, for what? For what? So that you can feel good about your lazy, sorry-ass self? Okay, yeah, I guess I can see that. But you're pathetic. And it's a pathetic way to look at it. And in, and in a Lakers situation, we are looking at someone, let's say a Russell Westbrook, who doesn't have any accountability that, doesn't take any, you know, this hamstring thing. I think it's comical. It's it's obvious that that would be the re- retort to going to the bench. That's him basically saying, I didn't want to go to the bench. I'm going on there because I was forced there. And by the way, I pulled my hammy. Okay, sure. Well, that's what he, he said in the press conference. And that's, well. what a co- that's what a narcissistic coward says. Someone who doesn't take accountability. Someone that is delusional in who they are. You are delusional. You haven't helped the team win in any or any fashion in a in a year in one game already, and they're getting waxed on top of it. They're not even competing. They're not even competing in these games. So you want to want to sit there and whine about how you're you're 
your little demotion is uh, is causing your ailments. Well, uh, when 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 you were pampered, your the, the most important ailment was here. So where do we go from here? How is that going to get fixed? Well, what kind of signals does it send as far as his comments after a game where he actually played fairly well? I mean, there was still a lot of mistakes that were made, especially in that third quarter. But for the most part, he actually played pretty well for two and a half quarters. As a some as someone who has a sporting for LeBron and AD, but again, his flaws still stick out. Did he stretch the four for the team? No. Did he turn over the ball? Yes, but not as much as LeBron. But still, between them, nine turnovers between the two of them. You got a situation where it's just his defense was still part of the backcourt defense, which was just getting worse and worse as the game went on. It's just disappointing as far as seeing all these things. Russ again. You know, he did play at times pretty good. I'm not going to take that away from him, but it's obvious that you can see that there's more answers that need to be taken care of, and he is not going to be able to solve a lot of them. It's over. This team is not mentally strong enough to adjust. They can't adjust to an old team with with experience. They can't adjust to a young team with experience because you have one of the main three cogs who doesn't, allow any connection to any chemistry and he happens to be the highest paid player on your team what what do you what else do you want me to tell you this is facts guys this is evidence you're seeing it i'm reiterating it i feel stupid that i have to repeat it this guy is a detriment to winning i don't this he played well bs what do you mean he played well according to what stats stats don't mean anything anymore these days they just don't. There used to be a time when LeBron's stats meant a 100% win. Not anymore, guys. People score 30 points, 10 rebounds, and 8 assists like nothing. Look at James Harden. James Harden made a Hall of Fame career doing a 30, 10, and 8. It's meant nothing in terms of winning. It's meant individually a lot. He's going to go to the Hall of Fame. He'll be worshipped with whatever organization decides to retire his numbers or whatever. But from a team concept, from a fan's perspective, we're fans of winning. I I don't care unless you're a fan of the player, which there are some out there. I am not, I'm not a fan of any player other than maybe Kobe Bryant and Shaq in their, in their heyday in terms of, you know, that perspective. But even then I, I'm a Laker fan first. They have to win for me to really appreciate what, what great players are on the team. And when I say win, I mean at least try to compete. We know that not every player is going to win a championship. Uh, The 90s uh, Lakers never won a championship in terms of the uh, 93 to 96 team. But if you watch those guys play, they played their hearts out, man. You know, they they were competitive. They they made it hard for San Antonio in 1995. They, they, They ousted the... The Super Supersonics in '95, which was a really darn good team, it was Gary Payton and and Sean Kemp in their primes. So competitiveness matters to me. If you're, if I can see that these guys are competing and they're losing, okay, well, guys, they're they're, they're not good enough. They're not good enough to win. But I don't see the competing part. I don't see any flow in an offense i don't see any determination on defense to try and play better i don't 
not in a four-quarter game, maybe a, a quarter and a half. But these guys don't play four quarters, and they have it for a while, especially on offense. I mean, even the 2021 team, they were going into those five- to six-minute droughts where they could not score, and that that cost them seeding throughout the year. I know that the, the main guys were out, and I can kind of use that as a, as a, as a reason not that, that they couldn't score, and I'm okay with that. But then it became where, okay, the guys are available a little bit more, and it's still not working, and then the guys are available at all, all the way through, and it's still not working. It's just a it's – a, it's, a, it's a complete crap show, you know, at this point. There's, there's no – pinpointing on what what we can do to solve this problem other than trying to acquire better talent but that's not uh realistic either this is Raphael from nbadraftjunkies.com and you are listening to the lakers fast break It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Check out what's been going on with the Pop Culture Cosmo Show and the PCC Multiverse. My last movie that I saw in the theaters was The Last Skywalker. I know. Condolences to me. Wow, man. Right. I I just had talked about that and I completely forgot that I saw that movie. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) That doesn't speak great things about it, I suppose. That's the Pop Culture Cosmo Show. And the PCC Multiverse. Catch our shows on Worldwide Radio seven days a week and wherever you get your podcasts. Needing an edge for your fantasy football team? Listen to the guys at Inside Sports Fantasy Football for insight that will help you reach your league championship. That's Inside Sports Fantasy Football. Check it out today on your favorite podcast outlet. Well, I know that uh, Blue Magic, and I put left it up there. You said you didn't understand the lineup, didn't understand what the starting line was about. And I got that all over Twitter last night, at messages and emails. Uh, Nick was saying the same thing, also as well on Twitter. Just couldn't understand why the starting lineup the way it was. I just don't think they have a lot of great options. And, that you know, none shot well, absolutely shot well. He was one of the few that actually did shoot well from deep, but he was terrible on defense. He continually got beat time and time again. And Reeves, you know, as I was going to right now type out in the chat, he was just a mess. But then again, when you're guarding Curry, he can do that to you. So that's, a, that's you know, could be part of the issue right, there. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, I haven't, I don't recognize BDA Pink. This is probably the first time they've been on. No, BDA Pink's been here for a while. Okay, okay. BDA Pink, I'm sorry, I'm not. They competed for one quarter. I'm not, I'm not. And you, you wouldn't have. I'll give it cannot, one half. 
there's no this was look guys i know what i'm watching okay you guys need to really focus this because this is starting to get kind of crazy now they are not competing for four quarters don't tell me they're competing for four quarters i'm watching the game they're not if they're mission shots and they're competing for four quarters fine but they're not and the, the coach is not playing he's not putting any any kind of identity on this team he's not running an offense that's at least giving us an idea of something it's not where okay they're running the pick and roll but they keep blocking it the right way or they're going to the hoop and they're getting their, their shots swatted they're not they are not competing they are not competing for four quarters don't tell me they're competing for four quarters i'm watching it and it's been like this for a while because their energy and their enthusiasm is getting sucked out by the veterans that suck. Yes, Russell Westbrook is the guy. So it's it's getting tiring that there's still this defense that these guys are doing something that's not happening. It's not happening. When is it going to get to a point where your two leaders, the only two leaders that I would consider leaders on this team, are going to put a stick in their rear ends, not literally, figuratively, people, and go, guys, we're going to compete. We're going to play defense. Yeah, you stink at shooting, but we're going to try to figure out how to start winning, at least in some side of the game, somewhere. I mean, you guys saw everybody's, not everybody, but this Patrick Beverly thing. You guys saw yesterday what happened. What I've been saying for the last freaking month about this guy. What did I say? Go back to the footage. Go back, and you'll hear me say it. Guys, this is not going to work. It is not working. You don't get a 34-year-old guy to, to be your 3 and D guy. It's, it, that, that's 6-1. It, it, it's, a, it's an absolute just mind-boggling thing at what, what some people will see that is not true. It's not true. They are not competing for four quarters. They mail it in. Then the other team, Golden State, starts to kind of scale back. They start making a couple shots, and all of a sudden they're like, oh, well, the Lakers are coming back. No, they were never coming back. They were never coming back. As soon as things got out of hand, Steve Kerr brought Steve, uh, Steph Curry in. For those of you watching, I'm sure you guys are watching. I was. He brought Steph Curry in. All of a sudden, Steph Curry goes nuts. That like? third quarter was oh, awful. Oh, well, they're the champs. Okay. That third quarter was absolutely awful. Okay, Everybody what's going to happen when it's Oklahoma City and you're up 20 and the, and you blow it twice? Okay, this is not, guys, this is not a, it's not, I'm trying not to make this a debate. This is reality. They well, but stink. Joe, I, I will say, Joe, when that's, that those Oklahoma City things, that's last year. We cannot put last year in the context of this year. What I can put in context is that third quarter, was absolutely dreadful until they went on that 27 to 12 run. But by then it's way too late. No, no, no. The last year does matter because what happened in the third quarter last night, what's been going on for how long? What do they tell these guys at halftime guys? Don't play, do anything. The first eight minutes of the third quarter. Cause that's what it looks like. I mean, how do you not have any adjustments? I thought you fired Frank Vogel because he lost the team. How does a coach that just got hired two months ago, already lose the team what is it you tell me i'm not in the locker room i'm going by what i'm watching come on 
And what's what's great about now versus the summer doing a show is we actually have footage of new games that we can assess to explain now why this continues to be a problem. Yet after one game, we're still getting people out there going, well, they competed again, but they were against the champs. Okay, how come every champion team mails it in on ring night except the team that plays the Lakers? Because that's what I always notice. I don't know what it is, but why is it only the Lakers lose ring night? Right? I mean, come on. You guys are killing me here, man. I, and I saw it already. I saw it in that first freaking preseason game against the Kings. You get waxed by the Kings who haven't made the playoffs since Moses wore short pants and by 30. Not only by, not by 10, not by 8, by 30. Then you get waxed by them a week later by what, 47? 47. Come on, guys. Really? I mean, we're really having this conversation now? Let's just stick to the game, right? I'm going to stick to the game, and I'm going to tell you right now, I watched that game. They competed for a quarter and a half. And I'll say half of that was because the Golden State Warriors mailed it in because they were up by 100, right? So they competed for 12 minutes. What kind of professionals are these? Oh, well, they're not good enough. Oh, they're not good enough. Okay. Well, then what are they? I mean, these are still professional ball players, right? You would think that these guys would hit an open shot. Or how about play some defense? Or how about your coach who you brought in for defenses, defensive purposes? How about you just run a normal, nice, cohesive defensive unit? You have the youth on there, right? You've got youthful players so that they can play. They'll devise a defensive scheme to at least compete. You know, you, you know the, the, the Golden State Warriors don't have an inside game. So devise something where you can at least have someone in someone's face. Who on that team warrants a double team? Who? You can maybe say Steph Curry, but Steph Curry is 6'2". So if you have someone who's, let's say, Juan Toscano is 6'5", 6'7", 6'7", someone who might know his habits a little bit, considering they play together, well, just can you – I would like to think he's athletic enough to at least stay in front of him a little bit. Okay, he gets off a screen and makes a shot here and there. He's a great player. I get it. But you're a youthful guy. You know the system a little bit. You were there last year. How about you stick this guy on there and just just be a nuisance? Do something. Do something. You know? I don't know. It's kind of interesting how how this kind of develops. Okay, now it's because he's, they were down by seven. Okay, they're down by seven. What, what does that have to do with anything? They're still losing. Down by seven, down by 14. They, they were down by how? What was the most? What were they? Down by 24 at one point? They were they were down by 26. But the thing is, though, with BDA, I understand. Yeah, I think I, I th- a little different from Joe in that I think that they did give a great amount of effort in that first half. To only be down seven, I thought was actually a win for the Lakers. But once you get down that far, when it's 26 points down by, the Lakers just don't have enough shooting. Joe's always talk about if you're within the Joe Soro rule is that if you are within 20 points, then you still have a great chance to win the game just because the fact that you have three point shooting, the three point game out there. If you have good three point shooting, you can easily make up those those kind of deficits. The Lakers do not have that kind of shooting available to them to go ahead and be able to come back from those kinds of leads. 
I mean, the Lakers never got it into single digits. Even with that 27-12 to 12 run, they really couldn't get it even close to the Golden State Warriors in that fourth quarter, which me, I think, is attributed to the fact that they just don't shoot very well. They're going to be probably in the lower five, if not possibly the worst shooting team in the NBA. And if they continue to be the worst shooting team in the NBA, it, it, this is going to be a loss every, almost every game. Because if you're not going to play defense either, and your stars are mailing it in, then what, what's left? This team has talent on it. This is not the Orlando Magic. This is not the Oklahoma City Thunder. You have two, arguably, when they're on, two of the best, let's say top 10, Okay. You have two top 10 players on this team. You should not stink this bad. You shouldn't. There's two top 10 players on this team. Even if your other guys are not as good, there should be something you can use there to somehow compete for four quarters. But it's not. There's a disconnect. There's a mental disconnect. And I keep telling everyone they need to send Westbrook home and start over. So that they can mentally come to practice, come to, a, well, not in a preseason game anymore, but come to practice and have an identity. The identity right now is Russell Westbrook is on the team and he sucks. That's it. You got Charles Barkley talking about this guy needs to go. He's lost all of his, his enthusiasm. He's lost his enthusiasm? That's, that's, that's what he said? How about us? How about us having to deal with him? He's the problem. And Indiana is not going to solve our problem. Miles Turner got hurt running into a ball boy. <laughs> I, was okay? I was just okay? typing that, Kyrie. I played football. with I, I was an all-conference center. I played six weeks with a broken hand. Have you ever tried hiking the ball and blocking with one arm? Not fun. Okay. For six weeks. And, and these guys are getting hurt running into a ball boy, getting paid millions of dollars. It's here, guys, here. This is where the problem is, this. Kobe Bryant, and I, we got spoiled, guys. I got spoiled. I'm not going to lie. It's kind of like the analogy I was using is once you, fly, once you fly first class, you're screwed. You can't go back to coach. We had a player for 20 years, and I watched his ankle go south while his body went North, West, and East. And he would be back the next day. We got used to it, guys. Now, somebody walks into a wall and hits their hip or stubs their pinky toe, and they're out for two weeks. That's that's the reality we're living in now. And you know Joe Sorrell is going to send me that email on Miles Turner as soon as it happens. This I is stuff was that's happening, guys. This is This is not me making stuff up. I'm not... I'm not putting it out in the universe. I'm minding my business today on phone calls, having to deal with my moron friends talking to me about, are you going to go to the Padre game today? I said, go sit on a stool with something sticking up from it. Why are you doing that? The second I see you, I'm going to pound you. And that's why they, they wanted that reaction. So I focused on work today. I focused on work. I'm just minding my business. And I get this thing on Facebook that says, Miles Turner is hurt. He didn't even play in the game, and he got hurt. Yet you want me to support Rob, who's already napalmed this team, 
to go napalm it more for a player that's not going to be available on top of everything. Sorry, I'm not. I'm not going to do it. This this season. I give to... up two future first round. Yeah, no, I'm not. At a sure principle, at that point, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it for a player who is not going to be available. You're. That's not smart business, and that's not common sense. You have to eat it one more season. You have to get that guy off your team. If you're not going to sit him, you're going to have to wait till his contract runs out and then start over. Now, the part where I am a hundred percent agreement with Laker Tom. Because this is the part of the NBA that a lot of people don't know. Yes. Is that just because you get $47 million off the books doesn't mean you have $47 million available. So if if Rob gets a trade that allows him so to have contracts that are going to be flexible so that the Lakers could have enough money to do a sign-in trade for a player or players that could make a benefit for the team next year, Absolutely. I'm willing to understand and hear that. But at what cost? The problem is you have to make that trade first before you find out if you have a chance at getting something that would matter. And that's playing Russian roulette. It's just you're playing Russian roulette at that point. Because then if you don't get the trade that you need in the summer, now you have just a bunch of contracts that for players that might not be uh, relevant to what you're trying to do. And you got to pay them more money. Well, I'm just uh, letting BDA know that, uh, again, we truly appreciate the The chat room has been great. BDA, we love your thoughts as well. Everybody out there, Terrell, everybody's been sensational. Even Poorhouse, who's not even a Lakers fan, watching our show tonight. When it comes to getting someone like that that's often injured, I mean, we already have Anthony Davis, who is, again, you know, he's got his back. We don't know if he's going to play for tomorrow. He's still listed as probable. But BDA has a suggestion, trade LeBron and AD. I know LeBron is probably not going to be traded this year simply because, unless he wants to be, simply because of the fact that no matter how bad the season gets, it's going to be optics for him being a Laker when he breaks that scoring record, which is what everybody is is pointing towards. And if the Lakers season goes south, I think that's what Laker fans will be around and hanging around this whole Laker land as far as everybody trying to go ahead and check out what's going on with the Lakers is that when he's going to break the scoring record. So it's, that would be the only reason why I think he doesn't get traded or wouldn't even be considered for that with a D I know, like, I know Joe has always said, give him another season, give him one more season, Joe, give him one more season to prove his worth. This may not be enough time. We may have to go ahead and do something sooner to me, he is a more viable trade target than Russell Westbrook and the two first-round draft picks. It's something where if you don't want to give up those first-round draft picks, you might be able to get more something more viable for Anthony Davis because you're never sure how long, how many games he's going to be even playing. If you trade AD, you, you have to trade LeBron. It's, it's, it's over at that point because you're not going to get equal value in terms of talent for AD. But you could get a lot of draft assets. Someone would be willing to trade a lot of draft assets to get AD, i.e., let's say a Boston Celtics or a uh, Miami Heat so that they can really go and try and win a title. That could be a possibility. Um, It's just, I, I, I don't, I haven't made up my mind on how I want that to work out. My feeling is, my first instinct says, deal with this season. AD's 29. He's got plenty of years left. 
play out the season. LeBron seems to be on the trajectory of a Tom Brady. I think he's got a few more years left. So, well, you even the, said yourself, AD may not even make it through a full season. He, he might not. Us. He might not. But I, 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 I he's still twenty nine and has a, a, a unique skill set. You got to let that play out a little bit. You can't be. I might sound like I'm inconsiderate and and, and negative, but this is guys. This is everything I do in my life is is assessed. There's an assessment. AD is injury prone, right? But he's not injury prone like a like an Andrew Bynum was injury prone, or a Greg Oden. He has had unique situations where he's been injured, especially last year. But at the same time, he does have a low pain threshold. But he at least has shown up when it matters. And when he shows up, they win. So I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. Plus, again, he's the he's the guy that's still in his prime. Yeah. Um, LeBron seems to be – oh, here comes uh, Tinder Hot XYZ again. Uh, <laughs> I got, got a block. Sorry. Can't be, you can't be responding to these chats. Yeah. So he we, – we, we don't ruin the future – because of a mistake done last year. But we understand that, yes, we are willing to try and improve the team, but not not at the expense of ruining the future. If I'm sitting next to LeBron and, and AD and I'm telling them what, what's likely going to happen is, what's likely going to happen is we're going to have to play the season out, likely not make the playoffs, and just try to get this thing right next summer. And it makes sense because he did sign the extension. And I always knew he would because the money is going to be there for him. And LeBron likes L.A. There has been no indication that LeBron wants to leave L.A. The only way he leaves L.A. is if Bronny, his son, gets drafted by Orlando or something like that, right? And he wants to play there the last year. But that's still a ways away. Um I agree I, with you, Blue Magic. I mean, and, and the words about Laker Nation. I don't want to bash on them. But they, I understand that they have commitments and things behind the scenes to, in order to stay in the good graces of the Los Angeles Lakers organization that don't allow them to always express most likely what they want to express. I'm going expre- to explain that. But Joe has no problems with that. Okay, so Blue Magic, I'm going to explain to you the business. I had a chance to take a job a long time ago in radio. Back to my assessments. I know who I am. I've been this way practically my whole adult life i've i've gotten smarter in business i've i've tried to improve my communication in terms of that i've changed in that but back in 2009 2011 i i, I had a amazing mentor a gentleman named john chalestic uh he he runs a website called uh sta staa talent he he gets kids out there jobs and play play by play jobs out throughout the country radio gigs, all that. He, he and I had a very amazing relationship, just a great man, one of the nicest men I've ever met, one of the most principled men I've ever met, one of the most determined people I've ever met in terms of his values. And I knew, I knew even then, before I really matured, that I was going to run into a radio producer or some kind of entity that would be in charge, that would either get insulted or worry about some outside entity being insulted or some whatever, whatever. And I would eventually tell that producer or whomever was there. So what now Howard Stern made a career out of saying, so what, 
Um, but his was trashy, and I'm not trashy. Uh, I don't want to be a Howard Stern and uh, <laughs> rather jump off a ledge than, than, than be anything that guy is. Um, but I knew myself enough to where I had to be in a situation like I am now where I'm not held by some authority that's trying to control what I'm saying because some person got insulted or some faction got insulted. I couldn't give two rats ass behinds, whatever you want to call it, of what anybody thinks about me outside the family and friends and those who I converse with and do, do business with. I don't care. Okay. I'm going to tell you what's going on. I'm going to tell you what I see. You don't want to believe me. Fine. You want to insult me. Fine. I don't care. This is an important part of this now. This is important. If I'm going to do a show like this, if we're going to do a show like this, first of all, there has to be an audience that's that wants it. Okay. I'm not doing a show. I'm not going to sit on some podcast because I want to hear myself talk. I don't like hearing myself talk. I rarely watch these shows after I'm done. The only time I do watch them is if I feel like I screwed up on my delivery and I'm trying to get better. Am I repeating words? Am I doing a lot of uhs? Those things bother me. So I come out and I see if I can if I can fix that. But as far as the information, I'm 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 just trying to tell you guys what I'm seeing. And I'm trying to interpret it so you guys understand what's going on. And I'll try to compare it with something that's going on in the world, in life, so that those non-Laker fans or non you know, sports viewers are watching the show because that's how I was taught. That's what I was taught. I was taught to include the general audience as well. And there's no better way to include that than putting real life situations into the subject of the Lakers, of them playing in a game so that they can also get a, get some, something out of the show. And it, and it, and it also helps the Laker fans too. Makes sense. People all live lives. We all work. We all, some of us have families, some, all of us have some family, you know, uh, mom, dad, sisters. So if you incorporate all that stuff into the discussion, it, it starts to become more relatable. And then you go from there. Now, I know a lot of people won't be as adamant as me, which is why Gerald plays a good part. Sean, uh, you've got the happy go, you know, Jamie Sweet. You know, you got a lot of variety here that, that, that people can feed off of if that's kind of your personality. That's what makes the show really good, too. Um, Trevor Lane is a reminds me of uh, Trudell, the guy that does the sideline reporting for Mike the Trudell. Mike Trudell. He is a cookie cutter, good good old you know. Let's go send out the this, the Boy Scout type guy, and there's a lot of people that like that. They like the Boy Scout people. Me, I never was in the Boy Scouts. I don't I don't do that kind of stuff. I'm a, I have I had good friends growing up. I had a good family, and that was it. Other than that, I'm I'm a I'm kind of a, a lone wolf. I don't I don't really do that kind of stuff. I don't go and join organizations and try to go to cocktail parties and stuff like that. I, I go to work. I do my thing, and I I want I want to hang out with my family. I like my house. My house is nice. So. Well, you got a great house indeed. And uh, you. again, you, you've told me nothing but great <laughs> things about your family. And of course, if you want to go ahead and support Joe and you want your lawn transformed into something beautiful, go ahead and check out Sin Blades with a Y. If you're in the Southern California area, it's a must. Sinblades.com. Plus also what he does for us right here at the Lakers Fast Break. And of course, as Ox1947 at Lakers Ball. By the way, guys, that's Gerald pumping my business up. I did not ask him to do that. 
I just feel like you I, take I, the I, time out of your day. I want to appreciate. It. I want to send out an appreciation to Gerald for doing that. My business is very, very good, and I, I appreciate you doing that. And it's starting to really resonate in, in the area. I finally started listening to my marketing people and started getting reviews. I always used to say, "Tell your family or friends how good we are." I don't need any reviews, but um, all that SEO stuff and all that algorithm crap started it started all the people started coming at me joe you need to get together with everything i'm like man you need to get together on yourself and they're like look we're not gonna buy your bs just do it all right fine i'll do it so if you if you if you lean on me hard enough i'll 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 listen i think that's i think that's my attention span right off the bat i'll get advice and then some people will just go away once i kind of swat them away and then I have a few people in my life that'll slap me in the face, not literally, but they'll slap me like, stop being a tough guy. Stop being a bitch. Excuse my language. Just listen to what I'm saying. (laughs) All right. We all listen to what he's saying. He is Joe Sorrell as Ox1947. He is a great part of what's going on at LakersBall.com. And of course, right here at the Lakers Fast Break. We want to thank everyone for watching and listening on this special episode of the Lakers Fast Break. Lakers can use Jared Vanderbilt. They can use a lot right now, Terrell. They can use a lot. And it's not going to be an easy fix right now. There's a lot that needs to be done and reworked when it comes to Los Angeles Lakers. And we're going to go ahead and keep telling like it is. We're just going to keep telling. Again, guys, I, you know, with all due respect to Laker Tom, you know, you're watching what I picked Denver to win the West. Because I think they have one of the best GMs in the league. They have one of the few teams that are really complete. I mean, they're a complete team. They have a good inside game, a good outside game, depth, uh, kind of playoff pedigree a little bit here that they've built. They are losing by 13 to the Jazz. But they're losing by 13 to the Jazz. Why? Because, again, at the end of the day, guys, these are still professional NBA basketball players. When we say certain players stink, when I say that Gabriel stinks, he stinks in the realm of what he's doing. He doesn't stink in basketball. He got there because he's good at basketball. But a lot of this thing is also, and you have to really, really focus on this, is there is a team concept here, and there is an energy, and there is a chemistry. I mean, you talk to Phil Jackson, guys. Don't talk to me. Phil Jackson, arguably the greatest coach in NBA history. You know, why did he seem to always connect the almost champion guys to take them over the top? Because he was able to connect the team. He was able to make a Steve Kerr relevant, a John Paxson relevant. These guys were not that good until they got to that chemistry moment, right? I mean, you guys, this is this is what happened. And if you don't have some kind of cohesiveness and you have some pride and some dignity in your in yourself, then what 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 are you doing this for? Oh, well, they stink at shooting and they're not that good. Okay. Why, why, are, why are the Utah Jazz who are supposed to be tanking, beating a Western Conference champion contender by 13? Oh, well, it's the first game of the year. Okay, I'm going to sit back and just keep hearing excuses after excuses after excuses, and you can go ahead and watch the Lakers continue to drop L's after every game in the box score. And then I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait like this. What do you, what's next then? What's the solution? My motto in my business is there are no problems, only solutions. Now, I don't have that on a shirt. It's kind of corny. 
But when my guys and I are together, when things go wrong, what is the solution? When I find out that there's a solution, guess what? We go and create the solution. And if you're prepared, if you're good at what you do, you're, you, you can anticipate it a lot of times and, 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 and make it easier and easier every time you need to create that solution. Instead, what we see with the Lakers is they, they can't seem to figure out any kind of solution to anything. And then they'll use excuses. Just like people who have no solution, you know, they can't create one. They're not capable of doing it. Well, if you're not capable of doing it, then why are you collecting $35, $40 million? Why are you getting extended when you're not good at what you do? You tell me. We live in a world, we live in a country where mediocrity is championed a lot. I mean, look at the Dodgers. Dodgers is another good example. You got you got the you got the GM saying that it was an organizational letdown for them absolutely choking in epic form. They had already been known as chokers. This was the worst choke they've ever had. An organizational loss. Did he did he go back into Jerry Krause mode except in reverse? Did you did you miss the 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 the, the did you miss that, that that ball? Andrew, did you miss it? Or are you going to start letting a guy who's your manager manage? You got a pitcher who pitched a shutoff through five games, who, who threw for 79 pitches, but all of a sudden, here we are. So, yeah, you can, you can tell into so many things. It's, it's an ongoing situation here. And, again, uh, luckily it's the season. We're going to be able to talk at least about every game instead of rambling on all, all summer. Absolutely. But we'll keep on rambling on here in the coming editions of the Lakers Fast Break. Once again, if you have any questions for us right there on the comments on YouTube, plus also as well, Lakers Fast Break on Twitter and Lakers Fast Break at Yahoo.com. Well, we will be back tomorrow night after the game. The game starts at 7 p.m. from the Crypto.com arena against the Clippers. We will be back for better or for worse. You know, Joe and I will be here. Hopefully, Laker Tom, Jamie Sweet. Hopefully, we can get some more guys into the mix. Again, you guys are the best chat that's out there, and we truly appreciate all the chat that's going on in our chat room, the best chat room that's out there. Blue Magic, BDA, Terrell, everyone involved, Petting My Cat, Poor House, who's not even a Lakers fan. He was still part of what we were doing tonight. Kyrie, everybody else has been so so tremendous. Cannot thank you enough. You know what? Even the Tinder Hot best adult dating site you know what i'm going to give them you know a shout out because they wanted to be part of the chat as well (laughs) but i will tell you before we head on out that john mccallion our good friend that stops by on the show he's doing a live broadcast right now on his youtube channel so go ahead and give him a shout out or a like or subscribe go ahead and check out what he's doing right there they're having a conversation right now but for our conversation it's now ending but again we will return for more lakers talk tomorrow night against the Clippers. See what happens there. Will it be a win for the Lakers? Or will it be more comments that are very uh, interesting after the game, like what was made last night? We'll find out. We'll be here to report on it, and we'll be here to talk about it right here at the Lakers Last Break Podcast.